Hello. <laughs> well, welcome. To we have week. issues. I, I, I always interrupt you, man. I always do it. Never interrupt me again, Stephen. <laughs> we have issues. Uh, Both of us, I guess. So I, I have to interrupt you next. <laughs> you also have issues. I'm Stephen. I'm Anthony. And this is episode four. We have issues. Four. Yeah, we made it. We've we made it to four. Long. Yeah, I feel it like means it's, it's, it means it's it's looking good right it's looking so majestic compared to the episode it's been conditioned today so there it is oh it shows it's beards trimmed up too so it looks a little better i'm so jealous you have this whole like (laughs) awesome thor thing going on i can't pull i know i seem to lose like 50 pounds and then i got it i'm like more like or gain 50 pounds (laughs) those are the options i got the thor (laughs) options you're you're like you're perfect you know medium thor I'm like Goldilocks, completely dissatisfied with every version of Thor I could be. <laughs> yep, pretty much. I, I don't know what I don't know what I have. I have like short hair, Black Widow. I don't you got know. Tony. You, you got Tony Stark going. You know that. I do. Oh, I, this. I can grow this in. You grow this in on Tony, Tony Stark. We could be like the like the best B-rated Avengers ever if we wanted to. I mean, we can be we can be B plus. <laughs> we can do some B plus work. All right, so last week we were talking about uh, not only getting the characters done, but kind of working more on the cover, mm-hmm. right? And you, you, told, you showed me some huge progress for the cover. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it so far? It's looking good. Um, you know, the flats are done. I was doing some of the whites. I actually ordered, uh, it's not like um, a, a high-end uh, drawing pad or anything like that, but enough so I, that way I don't have to use a mouse to, because what, what I ended up having to do with the whites since I have a mouse, I just take a brush tool and I like paint the whites on hard and then I take the smudge tool and then I can get kind of the paintbrush effect mm-hmm. by using the smudge tool with the mouse. Right. But once I have the actual pad, I'll be able to actually, you know, paint with the pad and not have to use the smudge tool as much. Right. So, so, so this, this graphic novel that we're making, you're doing fully, as far as the, the pencil or pencil and ink or what, what you're doing is all on paper and then you're mm-hmm. color, we're coloring it digitally, right? Yeah, that's the plan. So all the shading, I think, I think are darks because adding any darks to the pencils is going to look weird. So I think yeah. basically we'll capture most of the shading through the pencil. Right. And then I'll add the whites for light, basically. So I think it's, it should be pretty simple to color. It'll be mostly flats. Yeah. Once you get the flats on, then any glow effects we want to add or whatever we can do on top yeah. of that. But then we'll just do the whites and that should be it. The darkness of the pencil should basically shade the flat. Yeah. So our plan is... You do the pencils, I'll do the flats, and then I'll throw them back to you, and you'll do the whites and the and the balloons, and maybe the balloons, board balloons. Maybe. We'll work on that too, because I I know the pro the program I use, uh, Clip Studio Paint, has a pretty good setup, and I've been mm-hmm. learning it really well um, for my Bullet and the Beast project. That's awesome. I gotta get because like when 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 <laughs> put it up over there. I'll put it. That's up where it's gonna be after it's edit hunt. If it's on it's gonna be, me, it's going to be near Steven. On this. It's going to be, it's going to be like, in this. <laughs> it's funny. I am, I've been trying to learn about lettering and because I know it's, I feel like it's one of those thankless arts in comic books because mm-hmm. it's the thing that we look at the most, but appreciate the least, I think. Well, I think people don't really like understand like, like balloonists or whatever they're called, like mm-hmm. letters. Yeah. yeah. Letters. Uh, like, they had to decide what pieces of the artwork to cover up too. I mean, like right. I remember when I was when I was 
putting balloons over my own art when we did absentees. Mm -hmm. It's like, you really have to get choosy. I mean, sometimes it's nice. It's like, oh, I didn't really draw that guy in the background that well. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and throw the balloon over this guy's right. face. He never existed. But yeah, like there's an art for in, in it for sure. Like it's, it's not yeah. as easy as it looks. No, it's not. I mean, I definitely took it for granted. Um, I was taking like the general sizes for granted for one. Mm -hmm. And then of course, like there's a composition to the letters that I don't like, you know, you you'd imagine it's, it's self-explanatory to just sort of stack things in a way that mm -hmm. fits the balloon. But some sentences are really strange to structure in that way. And it yeah, because you don't, I remember, I remember when I was, once again, when I was lettering absentees, like, it's like, I don't want to space that word there. Yeah. But I don't really have much of a choice. Yeah. The sentence so, is going to read very weird, but I kind of have to position it like this way because of the artwork. So yeah. like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, it, it's, a, it's a lot trickier and it's a lot more complicated than it looks for sure. Yeah. So you're doing it. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't. Have you been watching anything lately that's new or just Let's the? Let's see. What have I, been, I mean, obviously, I finally did get into Community. Uh, cool. I've watched a majority of it. I mean, but I, it's one of the. We basically because it's always been. I mean, our generation just put the office on and fall asleep. So I've been doing that with Community. So I, I'll like. And what's unfortunate is it'll just it'll just start spamming. Or Tina will watch it without me. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I have the gist of Community. I just need to right. keep rewatching it. Um. Besides Community, though, no, no. Like, for example, I haven't watched The Boys. I know that's an awesome show, so but good. I just caught up with it again last night. Like, you ready for the big one though? Never seen a single episode of Stranger Things. Really? Not, Not a, a single. single Tina I... doesn't want to watch it because she says it's too scary. Oh, that's uh, that's... Yeah, and then and then I, the only time I'd be able to watch it is if like the kids are in bed. Yeah, yeah. Tina's not home. You know. So okay. She so... would, deny me watching it but you know if she's home i'm gonna hang out with her so. i don't know like i have i've really mixed emotions about stranger things in general i love it first of all mm -hmm. like i'm not a duffer brother hater i kind of when i watch it this is like i know you haven't seen it at all so like without spoiling it i'm gonna tr without spoiling it i'm gonna try to um just explain what i think it is in general it's basically the world the reality from which all of our pop culture like directors and artists and the people that we love, the reality from which they pluck their ideas is what Stranger Things is trying to be as a whole. Mm. So if you imagine like, but, but of course they're ripping off all those things, but as a huge, as, as a huge masterpiece of you know, like realities converging, it seems like they are just plucking all these little things and making this cornucopia of like pastiche, like 80 of the eighties, you know? So it's gotcha. fun. So you get like, you get everything. You get like alien references, you get Terminator references, you, like you get everything in there. So it's fun, but it's also a little exhausting <laughs> at times. And I think like, I think that bothers some people. I love it, honestly. I. I don't really care. I just think it's fun. <laughs> I think it's I'm fun. sure it's something I would I would love more than anything because it seems like it's right up my alley. It's just yeah. I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. You know, you know it was an awesome show that I actually did watch partly while it was live. I did that with Game of Thrones. I like, got into it at like season five or six. Mm -hmm. And you were the same. You kind yeah. of like shortly yeah. after I got into it. I was it. very reluctant to get into Game of Thrones. Yeah. And like, it was I, so that's unfortunate because it was so good the first four seasons. Well, I, I was reluctant for the same reason that the 
boy who plays Joffrey is amazing. You know, like he made me hate him so much that I was just like, I don't think I can sit through this anymore. I am sick. I want this child to die. And that makes me feel <laughs> bad about me. You know? <laughs> like, so. uh, I know. You know what's funny is people never like appreciate those actors that do that either. They're like, so good. It's the they're thing. They're so and, good. And, and thank God that they're not middle managers because you know how good they'd be at making your life stuff. <laughs> so Joffrey and uh, what was the kid's name in Harry Potter? Uh, oh yeah basically the same character yeah. but not as evil um malfoy so there's malfoy, malfoy yeah. and harry potter there's that you know God, he was such a punk he was <laughs> he's such you know? a punk but you love it like he's a good actor that's yeah. the thing like, he's such a punk those little blum punks but uh, but yeah i don't know, like i they were so good at making you hate that character and the i, I was watching the first season and just constantly feeling like he was never going to go away. I was like, you know, like it felt like he was the series protagonist. I'd never read the books or anything. So, or antagonist rather. So I'd never read the books. And I was just like, I don't think I can do this anymore. This boy and, king is going to ruin my life. Yeah. It wasn't happening as much in the beginning. In the beginning it was mostly Joffrey. And then I became just annoyed by what they were focusing on. Mm. So I stopped watching it for a bit. And then like a, a few people I trusted promised me that it was worth watching because it hadn't ended yet. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, so, so I watched it and I got really into it just like everyone else. I was really like, I was, you know, you know, the kind of thing we do when we watch TV shows and the theme yeah. song starts and we have to do some sort of silly yeah. ritualistic dance. That's what I do. And the Dexter dance. I remember that too. I'll never, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a True Blood one, a Dexter true, dance. The true, Blood, the true Blood dance was the good one though. Yeah. yeah. We would oh. all just, one of us would come in <laughs> yeah, and so then funny. the other one would come in and then by the oh. time the full, the full band was in. We're all just doing our little arm dance. Yeah, I love it. I uh, love True it. Blood was another show. Speaking of vampires, True Blood was a show. <laughs> but oh, seriously, yeah, the exact moment, the exact moment I was out of True Blood was Wear Panther. Um, <laughs> Pixies which... kind of got me. Oh, me too. But Wear Panther is pretty bad. I just okay. So. I know we're all over the place already, but since we're gonna we're talking about True Blood for a second, I like I like I would have been on board with it, but in a reality where there's a shapeshifter and he could turn into basically any animal he sees, right? And he mm. turns into a fly, and he turns into a dog, like a lame dog too. Yeah, it was like a it was, it was like a beagle or something, if I remember. It's just I mean, sorry, dog lovers. I also like dogs, but and beagles are cute. I get it. But if you dog. can shape shift into any animal, why would you shape shift into a beagle? That's all. Like, you, if I could, if right now, like Mr. Mixel Spitlick or whatever, like someone pops up and it's just like, boom, you know, Shazam, you can turn into any any animal. I'd be like, Stephen, I'm about to walk the the earth like Cain, discovering <laughs> all animals. I'll be back in a year, maybe two. <laughs> And I'll be the coolest animal. I'm going to learn these forms. I'm going to learn these forms. Not only am I going to learn these forms, I'm going to learn to amalgamate these forms so I can be like <laughs> a crazy griffin, like spider monster. And it's going to be amazing. And uh, so I don't know. It just seemed it, like I like when things um, take fantastical ideas and kind of ground them a little bit, but not when they're given to boring characters or characters who do boring things with them that's i don't think grounded is the same as boring and i think that's kind mm -hmm. of how i personally started feeling and there were things that were definitely saving that like the show like lafayette was awesome 
Well, Lafayette is probably the best part about True Blood. 100%. But True Blood was fun. It just had, had for me, too many flaws. Like, it was just something that I couldn't keep getting into. The first few, the first couple seasons, like, the flaws weren't, like like you were saying, they weren't that bad. Like, you could get past them. There was a lot of, like, vampire lore with Godric and the age of these vampires and showing, like, like Eric was a vampire or a Viking and all, like, all Mm -hmm. these cool things. And then, like, yeah, they just, like, you know, Main character's a pixie. There's werepanthers. I was going to say, like, I, and I know. I know there are people out there who are going to yell and say, you know, you have to appreciate it that, of course, the, she, was, she had all these random characters coming towards her, around her because she was something like a magnet for that sort of, you know, supernatural mm-hmm. entity, you know. But it just wasn't what we were hoping for, and I know that's not fair to the creators. <laughs> it's not really. You know, the same thing with, like, with our books. Mm-hmm. No, judging something based on what your hope or expectation is isn't necessarily the same as judging it based on what the creator's expectation is. Mm-hmm. And that's always really tricky to begin with. So sorry, True Blood and True Blood fans, but it just wasn't for me. I... Yeah. I feel like we're pretty we're pretty kind on that front though. I think that's the problem. That's like like I, I wanna give that to you. I wanna say like what you're saying is true. You and I will accept almost anything. Yeah, you're true. You're right. You're right. I will watch <laughs> I mean, all of anything. We watch Dragon Ball Evolution. Okay, it's not I like had, we. I sat through all that at least twice. <laughs> it's not like we just refuse to give it a chance. I mean, like. Yeah. I would almost say it's a problem. Like what we'll do. What we'll do. For I think we have vampire show people. Stockholm syndrome. Is what happened. Yeah, I, I. We just want it to be good so bad. Like, when you say like you watch The Office and stuff a lot, you know, like mm-hmm. I have, you have all these DVDs and we have all these streaming sites and stuff. Don't you find it so funny these days that you can hover over a movie that you know you love, but you're just like, nah, not today, buddy. It's going to ignore you. It's going to ignore you. Like exist. you're not one of my favorite memories, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to ignore you. Like you weren't like the best part of being 17 or whatever, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, I've been doing that with like Jane, Silent Bob. I- so you still haven't watched the reboot? No, I actually still haven't watched the reboot and that's on Prime also, right? I have that. Yeah, so that's on Prime for my yeah. Prime feed, whatever you yeah. call it for Prime. But on um, Amazon, you're so good at what you do. I hate it because you're so evil, but damn, you're awesome too. Shut up and take my soul. <laughs> um, I saw the Jane, Silent Bob reboot in the theater. Like I paid the advance. It, that was one of the last movies I saw in the theater, honestly. Like it's been since before COVID, you know, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. I think there was only one scene that I didn't really think worked and it was, um, I don't want to spoil anything, but it was, it was basically, he was trying to make a reference to the Glengarry Glen Ross and it just wasn't for me. But I'm only mentioning that because I just enjoyed the rest of it. Honestly, I just thought it was fun. I, I'm i also just part of the cult of Kevin Smith. Like the viewers universe is just in my blood. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I watch his movies and I I kind of scoff at it from my like like cinema fan like uh, side of me where I'm just like, I, I feel like a movie snob sometimes. And I'm like, okay, Kevin Smith's not the best director and sometimes his writing is a little whatever. But I love the man so much. I love Kevin Smith as a person. Mm. Like I think yeah, he's awesome. I do. I love. I love that man. I think he's so great, and he seems, although he's obviously like a big character and stuff, he seems like a really down to earth and humble person. He's kind of just sure. always. He seems, at least, from all the commentaries I've listened to from all the movies and every day, you know, he's either the best person at cultivating just you know his persona and pretending he's this guy forever, or he's just always really authentic. I'm not sure if there's mm-hmm. a difference. 
Yeah. You know? At that point, you've, you've tricked yourself, right? I mean, you are like, that, yeah, you are yeah, that you, guy, right? Like, you created an avatar of, you know, Kevin Smith. So that's what Kevin Smith is to me. So, I, you know, I don't know if that's real but or, or any less authentic than Robert Downey Jr. or whoever else. You know, I don't know. But I love that man, and I think you should watch it. I mean, at some point, if you want to. I'm, I definitely will. Like I said, you, you know, we have issues. I mean, like, yeah. finding time to do anything even of value, then, then just to veg out, you know, feels like you're just wasting, you know? It, it really, yeah, it's really hard. I think um, just managing the, the for like, little Parmesan cheese crumbles of time that we get to, like, <laughs> flavor our days, <laughs> you know? I mean, that's how it feels. It doesn't feel like I get a slice, you know? Everyone, yeah. Like, I feel like when I was younger, I had a full pizza. I could just sit and just be like, I'm writing. I'm, do I'm drawing. I'm doing whatever I want. These days, I literally do feel like it's just like a little shake on top of my day where I'm like, okay, I will outline this my best, the best I can before I have to do something. I have to watch something, just absorb or consume in some way that's... I literally just think back to absentees like i'm like i don't have time to do this and all i was doing was working a job and being in a relationship i didn't have kids like right. kids is crazy like i'm working so much harder to do what we're trying to do now right and it's like man if i would have just been a little bit hungrier then right. like, yeah, but, I, I think about that all the time you know of course we can only like there was that was it roosevelt quote or it's like do what you can where you are with what you have and <laughs> you know like that's and what we have are kids <laughs> I also have, you know, the relationship situation going on, which, you know, is new, um, which mm -hmm. means there are issues. <laughs> but Always. No, I, you know, so I have the relationship and the children and working and trying to not die at the same time. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, this week in particular, um, I got my stuff done, by the way. I, like, well, I started, I completely outlined the whole thing and I got... And I wrote, um, since our idea is based around uh, memories and songs that are going to have to do something with that memory, uh, I created the, the four definite uh, memories that we're going to use in the comic, you know? Awesome. So, so then, like, the rest of it will just be writing it around there and choosing for sure which one comes, you know, in which order I'm going to put the memories. I'm pretty sure I know already, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to play with it a little, and then I'm... Then I'm going to start uh, thumbnailing, which I wanted to ask you about. Um, so what is it, what do you think about the way we collaborate usually? Is it too much to like for you? Like, am I like a jerk? I don't, I can't tell. I feel like what happens to me is I get so excited when I'm drawing something that I'll go way too far past the roughing stage and then show you something after without getting any consensus on what you're actually looking for mm. and then like it creates like this weird situation where you have to tell me like that looks good but i need it to look like this so i think if you thumbnail it'll be fine like right. I, I i can i see what your vision is like and scavengers yeah like scavengers okay yeah i think that's that's probably good and i don't i just want you to feel like you also have freedom in the page because i think mm. that's important for drawing especially like i think for you I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but from what I know of you, it seems like like if you're having fun drawing something, you get really into it, you're way more likely to get it done for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's always- I, pl I plan on doing my best because be because of how simple the concept is for this. I plan on making each page as much of an art piece as I can. So that's my, that's my plan going into this. It's trying to like create like a, almost as if the page itself is the art and having like a center frame of reference in each page where it's going to, that's my goal. We'll see how well that plays out. Obviously, it's right. not going to be 
play out, you know, but um, that's my goal. So like after you send me thumbnails, I'll probably send like a rough thumbnail back if I have any opinions yeah, on sure. ways I can adjust it. And mm -hmm. then we'll go from there. Cause I think like for this, since we're going with the whole, the story simpler, we do have a mystical element, but like, I do want to really try to like capture with like off panel, you know, like, like what we do, what we've done in the past with scavengers, things like that, where there's like a lot of off panel catching and mm -hmm. things like that. I want to do a lot of like crazy, like things going on. So that way it feels as crazy as it is. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah. I, I think um, the way I like to write the comics is I, I like to at the very least know what absolute action has to happen on a page and what absolute dialogue starts and stops the page basically. So that's why like, you know, I, I'll thumbnail specifically, but as long as those actions are on that page in that way, Somewhere, you know, yeah. you can basically explore, you know, the different angles and whatever you'd like. Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't want to, I don't want to micromanage the direction physically of where the, you know, where the art artistic camera has to be, you know, um, I will in the initial draft in the initial thumbs, I'll show you, I'll just say, you know, I'll kind of like storyboard basically what I normally do. And then if you have any, you know, any improvements that you want to make, you just throw them on and send it to me as a rough and we'll figure that out. Right. For sure. Yeah. So, what else did I want to ask you? Um, so did anything else get in the way this week? Was it just the standard kid stuff? The, st the standard, but I did find a good chunk of time as you, as you, you'll be able to yeah. show whenever you edit, like to color and get things going on that cover. Um, oh, you mean this? <laughs> that cover in case the camera pans to me because of me speaking. Yes, that cover. We're gonna play with this forever. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta like put my finger over it. Over it. And you but, Photoshop but over, it. but over these fingers though. <laughs> you give me more words, Stephen. I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> it's gonna be like Birdemic. You ever see Birdemic, by the way? I have not seen Birdemic. Okay, okay. So there's this movie called Birdemic. Have you heard of it? Have I talked to you about this at all? I, you may have. Like okay. once again, memory. I, something will trigger if you have. I'm just so happy because someone on someone on Twitter. Uh, I asked recently on my Twitter, um, what movie should you absolutely? What movie is so sacred that it should never be remade under any circumstance? That's what mm -hmm. I asked on my Twitter, and a lot of people responded, like so many. And of course, like the most popular one, I believe, was The Princess Bride. And I'm, I believe that. Have you seen Princess Bride? Of course. The movie's awesome. I've ruined it for Tina. But, yeah. Why have you never seen Princess Bride, Stephen? Are you editing me out? Of course I've seen <laughs> Princess Bride. <laughs> I was going to say. How dare you? <laughs> you almost ended our friendship just now. Coming <laughs> <Comic laughs> over. Do you, <laughs> do, you, do you remember when... Do you remember when Tina and I used to pretend like we didn't understand what we were talking about? <laughs> we just early, very early. On, Josh would be ashamed to admit this, but very early on, Josh, we used to get Josh with it all the time. Like she, he he learned eventually, but man, it was so good. Like what what did he learn? What do you mean? <laughs> so yeah, we we used to do that all the time, and it was so good. It was a, but it's one of those things that if you do it around someone like who who isn't as familiar with what we're doing, they either think we're complete morons, or they think they're crazy. It's just I don't know. But it was when they think you're a moron, though. It's it's the better because then they like start oh. speaking like you know condescending like oh, yeah, and then you just like what what do you mean though? And then they, just, <laughs> they go on this huge explanation like. Yeah, but like, how does that work? And they're just, it's, remember, dude, remember that guy that, 
uh, Chelsea was dating a long time ago? Steven. Uh, so, yes. He, he always tried to sell us on stuff as if we weren't completely aware of his shenanigans. Yes. He was one of those guys where he had the bracelet that would make you like balance. He's like, look, it'll keep your balance. Look. And it was just, it was, it was so, so bad. bad. Was, yeah, we used to do that to him often. Like, he okay. would just hook, line, and sinker. Okay, so I, I recently on Twitter posted this thing about movies that should never be made. And someone wrote, um, Birds, Alfred Hitchcock's Birds. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, um, are you sure? Because then we'd never have Birdemic. Birdemic <laughs> was, Birdemic was a, okay, I should, I, I feel weird making fun of it because it's very similar to The Room in that it was someone's serious masterpiece. Like it was someone's soul coming onto screen, trying their best to present their, their vision to us. It was someone's art. But it was so funny, Stephen. It's so funny. I will post. I'm, I'm at least, at the very least, going to get a couple screenshots and post it up here. So this this man made this movie for very little money. There, it's acid peeing birds attacking people who inexplicably find guns everywhere, <laughs> never run out of bullets, um, and the birds are always the same two or three animations where they're just very stiff floating in the air just as if i superimpose it right here and they basically just move their wings like this like like two frame animation two frame animation the most (laughs) like he could have just recorded real birds in the air and it would have been scarier than these two two frame animated birds so but it's just so good and i you know i haven't i haven't watched it in a while um i watched part of it with uh, my my girlfriend, my my new girlfriend, whom I talked about previously in the podcast, because we were going to watch From Dust Till Dawn together. Tied that, I tied that together with a bow. I just very smoothly, I might add. I made that happen, considering how lost we got there for a second. Yeah. So, so previously on We Have Issues, Anthony discussed how excited he was, how insanely joyful he his whole soul had become i I don't think i've ever seen your heart so full (laughs) i i you know what you just you made the joke in the first episode that that every time you draw me i look sad like in real life and that's mostly (laughs) true with the exception of our last episode in every moment of my life after finding out that my brand new girlfriend had never seen from dust till dawn now the reason which is so exciting it's so exciting the reason it's exciting is with no spoilers, you go into From Dust to Dawn. Now, we've spoiled the movie, and that's okay, because that's what we're doing here. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for that second, I had a perfect unicorn, a, 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 an amazing person who had never seen a movie that starts off as a bank robber movie. It's a heist movie. These two criminals are on the run. The movie's following them. Villains are the protagonists. It's super interesting. Never seen anything like this. They're murdering people. They're trying to escape to Mexico. It gets crazy. They kidnap this family. Almost 40 minutes into the movie. It's nuts. It's this really interesting movie. What's going to happen with this family? All this tense stuff's going on. And then, vampires, Steven. (laughs) Glorious vampires. Glorious vampires. Cheech is a vampire. Everybody's a vampire. KMB effects, Greg Nicotero. I mean, you get Tom Savini with the sex machine with the, with the special weapon in his crotch. Like, it was amazing. It was amazing, Stephen. So much fun. Um, but then, Stephen, we have issues. Um, she Googled it. After all of my... 
you Googled it after I specifically asked you not to? <laughs> Steven, I can't tell you how legitimately upset I was. It, it's I know, I, I, I've seen that look. I've caused that look. But I, I'm thankful I wasn't the one that caused it that particular time. But like, I know that look. I know that pain. I was, I, like she came over and it was, and the worst, the, the worst, Steven, the worst situation was the credits were rolling. It was like the whole best scene, like the, the whole awesome opening of the movie. They were, they, 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 boom, the whole the, the Benny's, you know, the uh, Benny's world of beer explodes. It's amazing. Like they're walking away and you know, Tarantino has the hole in his hand. It's so cool. Credits start rolling. And she looks at me and she says, <coughs> I looked it up a little. <laughs> oh, you looked it up a lot. You looked it up a lot. Like, but, but that's the thing. It's not, okay. In her defense, because I hate it, but in her defense, you can't look up that movie without no finding out immediately. The first factoid the they're going to give you. That's the first little snippet. Everyone wants to ruin that for everybody. Everybody that's, does. That's what made it so perfect. I was so excited. Anyway, so she saw that look that you're talking about just <laughs> wash over me. And I... I was so disappointed. I almost couldn't finish the movie at first. I'm not kidding. Like I was, I did the thing where I was like, I started looking at my phone to see how much longer the movie was. And the answer was like an hour and a half because it was the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I was just so upset. I was unfairly upset. I am, I don't know. Like I, I've always had like communication issues with people. But like that was one of those things where I was like, like I knew I know specifically that I asked you for a specific reason not to do this thing, and I was so excited about it. And then it happened. I so googled anyway, it a little bit. I googled it a little, but so yeah. So I mean, we since we've gotten over it. Um, when it happened, I'm pretty sure I was having like a restless night of sleep. I think I felt it. I think I felt the disturbance in the force, like. It was like Anakin killing younglings all over again. Oh my gosh, I remember that so clearly. You ever, if you ever look at his Hugh McGregor's face when he says it, he can't even keep it together. He's like, Anakin killed younglings. <laughs> like, who's gonna say younglings? Younglings. <laughs> younglings. Yeah, I always thought that was funny. But anyway, like, I, there was one morning in particular that I ended up passing out at Stephen's house, and when I woke up, Stephen was. <laughs> was standing over me with a plastic lightsaber and just perfectly just let it go it just slide out yep it was hilarious. we had just watched revenge of the, was it revenge of the sith they killed all the kids or was it the second one i don't remember but anyways but, oh man though the, the level of disappointment yeah you know i'm not gonna I, harp on it i know i'm trying was you know I, I talked to her about it and she did the thing initially where she was just kind of you know, she was saying, I, you know, she didn't know that I didn't want her to look it up. And of course, I don't, I'm personally really bad in that, that particular situation. Like if I know something for sure, if I, I have a really good memory in general. And if I, if I know something for sure, and someone doesn't have the same memory, there's no way to check that unless it's a text or a video. You know, if you have something, there's no way to check. But I, but I just had to stop for a second and tell her, you know, just say, 
well, I, I did warn you because I get really excited about this and I understand that you didn't recognize how excited because it's stupid because it makes no sense for anyone to feel the things that I feel sometimes. However, it was real. That excitement, that enthusiasm was there and you murdered it and I feel like you should apologize now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it wasn't like that, like that wasn't a bad conversation. I've definitely had some weird, rough communications in the past with situations like that. Um, one of which I will tell right now because it's hilarious. <laughs> Actually, okay, I will tell you. Have I ever told you about the time where I was dating this girl and she asked me the first time I ever kissed someone? Hmm. Tell the story further. It's possible. My okay. memory works very weird. Okay, hang on. So, audience, what Stephen just did is my favorite thing that any human can ever do. He showed humility and uncertainty. Like, even though he doesn't remember, he didn't have an unwavering belief that I did not tell him. No, my <laughs> friends. <laughs> this person I was dating, however. <laughs> that, okay, so she, one day we're hanging out just like normal and she asked me, hey, when's, you know, when's the, you know, when was the first time you ever kissed someone? And so I, you know, I just, I was like, oh, I have a story about this. It's pretty funny. Everyone has a, you know, first kiss story. It's kind of weird, you know? So I told her, and mine was, um, mine was, I was very, I was young and I went over to a friend's house and it was my friend and his sister. And there was a show called Singled Out that came out at that time. It was with like Jenny McCarthy or Carmen Electra. And basically what would happen is a girl would sit in the front. Um, she would sit in front and there would be a bunch of guys on their way to the, on, to the girl. And so the girl would ask questions and basically hold up an answer. So she'd be like, do you prefer sweet or salty? Or, you know, and so she'd hold up her answer and whoever matched with her would take a step forward. And whoever eventually matched with her the most would reach her. And they'd either hug or kiss, but they'd go on a date or something. So, like, that was the premise of the show. I go over to my friend's house, right? And it's my friend and his sister. And this was going to be really weird for all of us. No one had a good situation here. Um, because she went in the front, and, she's, and we were like, she, she was like, let's play that singled out game. I'll hold up, I'll ask questions, and then whichever one of you gets it right will move forward. The brother loses in all scenarios she loses in half of the scenarios you are just it's pure win for you either you you get to kiss her or nothing happens it was okay why so, did your friend agree to play like that's what i don't know i thought it was hilarious i was just like <laughs> i don't understand i saw I, I don't think he wanted to kiss his sister i feel i feel like he was sweating I because i didn't have as much in common with his sister as clearly he did <laughs> he grew up with her they, they like the same foods they see all the same movies steven you know it was like it was it was like sixth grade no fifth grade it was what if it was just like some sort of weird way to flex their incest on you that just like <laughs> i just imagine as i'm as like i'm answering more questions they're both just really disappointed just like no get it wrong you get can't it wrong like it for a two we want this to happen legally so these, these rules make it legal <laughs> <laughs> so i finally i win i win and like we do this silly fifth grader half lip kiss but it totally counts as you know just one of those like we both we touch lip like oh it was crazy so weird you know um first kiss <laughs> so i tell that story joke about the incest and stuff all that <laughs> stuff with this girl that i'm dating right i go through the whole thing basically i mean she doesn't make the same jokes you do um that's why she's not my best friend 
right now. <laughs> Maybe However, she be, you and her would be making a comic if she was pretty. That's very true, Stephen. Um, so, so the next, the, literally, I'm not kidding. This isn't an exaggeration. I promise you. I swear to you. The next day, I went over her house. We're hanging out, listening to music. She had the lo-fi hip-hop thing on. We're like talking and stuff. And she asks me, hey, what was your first kiss? Now, here's the thing. She wasn't doing the thing that we did. You know the thing that we did that we just talked about where you make it? So I started laughing. I was like, ha, 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 ha. Like she was doing the thing, but she didn't know about the thing, Steven. She hadn't seen this She wasn't doing the thing. She was doing doing this thing. thing. (laughs) She was doing this. She was trying to control you. Uh, So, so Steven, so I say, I do the thing, you know the thing that we would do where I go, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, we're being nice, basically. Yeah, so, we don't want to say, yo, I told you this yesterday, you jag. No, we're like, so wait, I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, yes. that I think I did tell you this story yesterday is yes. how I would word it. It's exactly what happens. <laughs> so I tried my so, so I tried my best to just kind of like slide that like uh, let's let me get you to rethink this a little bit with some humility like i'm trying really hard to like you know her response was no you didn't <laughs> a straight face steven i it was just no it, no you didn't there's nothing there steven soulless eyes look back at me she was like straight tell it again <laughs> How can I tell it again? That means you've heard it before. No. <laughs> Say oh, it. So, so here's the thing, Steven. So this is what happens with me and like why I have these like deep communication issues, I guess. <laughs> so I say, okay, I try to be, I try to be cool. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna tell you as best I can the same story in the same way. And I'm gonna be cool about it. So I stood up and I was like, there's this, this show called Single Down. So I stand up and I'm like, and I was doing this, and I said sweet, and I said Ace Ventura 2 with nature calls, and I said, you know, so I get all the way, I get to the end of the she says nothing. I get to the end of the story, I'm like dancing around like an idiot. The end of the story, I go, and then we kissed like half lip thing, and she goes, Oh yeah, you did tell me that. That's then, the part that triggers the memory. The end, the kiss. The fact that I kissed someone. <laughs> my, she, she couldn't have heard the Ace Ventura or the incest jokes or any of those in between. Steven, that day, my face did the same thing it did when I found out that my girlfriend didn't see me still on. I was just, I don't know how to handle that. I was like, I don't, and she didn't apologize. She wasn't, it was just, oh yeah, you did tell me. What do you want? You want to watch something? Like, yeah, I don't, no, she had to have been doing some sort of mind game on you or something. There's no I, way that's not the case. Like, yeah how you would forget and i know how you tell a story it's the same way i tell a story there's no way you're forgetting that we give you love we give you everything you need okay there's hand motions there's there's characters fictional characters involved okay like but like seriously like there's no way you forget a story which by the way i don't think you've ever told me that story i'm not being her either i think it's the first time i've ever heard that story yeah i don't uh, yeah i've heard plenty of x story i mean i I've been there for most of your exes now, for but sure. the, but I remember, I remember plenty of stories of the ex with the with the poor lobster, the like those types of stories. It was so wet, Stephen. It was so much water. <laughs> you ever okay, dear? Oh, listener, how do you ruin a lobster tail, man? Hang on, I'll tell you, dear listener. I don't think the stove was on. <laughs> That's what I think. I swear to you, I was. So a- I ate raw lobster before sushi was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm a super hipster. Um, 
No, so I, I when I was in high school, I was I was seventeen at the time. I when I I was dating this girl, and her mom invited us over to this man's house, the man she was dating, and he was he was selling this lobster. He was like, mm, you're gonna love it. It's gonna be so good. And he's selling it to us. And I like lobster. Lobster's pretty good. It's not my Who favorite. Doesn't season. like it's, yeah. it's I love it. But yeah. I mean I like I think I like shrimp. I'm not lie. A good shrimp is better than lobster. In my book. I'm not my saying book too. I, I I'm a shrimp guy like through and through. Um mm. however I like a good lobster. I don't like a lobster that's never been cooked. I don't like what he <laughs> served up. I don't like this I'm pretty sure that it was he. It's not its claws. Guys, it's just the way the crab is eating and the sharks. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like an authentic experience. Okay, so but but here's the thing. It wasn't just like oh, what are you a baby about raw raw food or something? No, here's the, like I had mashed potatoes, and I had green beans, and then I had a lobster on my plate. And I, there was a little bit of water underneath the lobster, and I was like, okay. Now, wait, can I just chime in? I'm so sorry. I know because we're not even getting to the meat and potatoes of the story, but literally green beans and potatoes with lobster. Tail? I know, like, I know, I know. Who chose those side dishes? I know, but I agree. I agree. <laughs> I okay. However, though, I'll tell you, I'm a huge potatoes guy. Like I grew up. I love potatoes. I mean, I'm Irish, man. I, I can eat potatoes in any form. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so for sure, I, I scalloped potatoes tonight. Lovely. <laughs> um, loved every second of it. Um, <laughs> but on this day, I was like, I don't know this man very well. At least there are potatoes is what I felt. It's <laughs> what I felt in my heart of hearts. I felt at least there are potatoes. But here's the thing. A little bit of water underneath that, uh, you know, that lobster normal no big deal you take something out of a pot if you're not careful you don't shake it off a bit a little bit of water on there i i, I cannot imagine what this man's underwear looks like you know what it's like so, okay so oh the mess <laughs> the unbelievable mess of this man. so so i take this lobster and i just barely crack it open and as i do this just i need an arc for my potatoes there's a torrential 40 days of flooding from this lobster it's just <laughs> all the water comes out and i'm like so so my immediate thought was can't eat those potatoes <laughs> right like potatoes are no more they're gone so i was like at least i hope this lobster's good and as i look at the lobster i see that it's just gray matter it's just a brain in there there's nothing <laughs> it's, it's 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 barely goo it's, oh. Like, it was not cooked. I don't know. He must have hated me. I'd never met this man. <laughs> he hated me. Um, oh, so it must not have been on or anything. I don't think he cooked. I don't think he cooked. You know, cause you know, I, I bet, here's the thing. Typically, when people don't like, if they're not like, usually when you cook lobster, you broil it. You just turn the broiler on. Yeah. I bet money he thought the broiler was on, so he had the shells, and then he put them in there, and the broiler wasn't on because the broiler, it lights up the stove differently. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he just assumed the But still, you, you look at the shell. You, you see, you see the gross gray matter in there, and you don't, you don't cook it after it was, this. Oh, it was crazy! It, it was insane. Um, but yeah, so I've definitely had some issues <laughs> with relationships and communication, and people just doing stuff like that. What was that? Um, they ate that lobster too, like didn't they? Like you're, oh, you're, oh, they sat around eating it like it was just amazing. And they it was were, the best meal they've ever had. From Boston, they were from like New England. They were like, like you'd imagine they would know. You no, know, to this day, I just. I the, the the way that relationship ended was crazy and it, like that was oh man she she had yeah she 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 went off the deep end I mean, that was that it was like a, a, a cute relationship and then it just it just got crazy fast so I had a weird relationship and she ended up she ended up just 
pulling a full 180 in a way that was just really strange. Like, but like so peculiar, I'll tell you, because I know that some people, some people will hear that and they're going to be like, oh, you were probably just some douchey guy in high school and like now you want to make your girlfriend look bad. Not the case. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, she went from someone who was like interested in art and like, like punk rock and similar movies that I like. She didn't do any drugs. You know, she was just just my sort of person at the time, for sure. Like, we just listened to Bright Eyes, hung out at Starbucks, all kinds of stuff. She started using a fake Irish accent, started doing a bunch of drugs. I'm not going to ever name her, so it's, I think it's okay. But it just, like, it was such a weird transition. And I don't know, maybe, I guess that, that was who she really was. I don't know what her full moon was that, like, that brought that transformation about. But people that change their accent, though. That like, is, yeah. How do they do that? <laughs> what's the conversation they have with themselves mm-hmm. before they decide to do that? And like, are they like, cause like for me, I feel like you and I both are very similar. We're very Costanza like people. Like we right. we're, we're self analyzing. We're focusing on every little piece of information. You Super know? neurotic. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very Larry David. And yeah. like, do people that just do that, just they don't have those conversations with themselves. Like they just look in the mirror, like, you know what? I can be Irish and everyone's going to accept it. La di da di da. And they just walk away and then that's it. I don't, I don't know, Stephen. I don't. I think it's it's kind of interesting because in the Kevin Smith way, like what we were talking about Kevin Smith earlier, how he just kind of like crafted this persona and that's who he became. Mm-hmm. You know, in a way, like that's all we're all doing all the time. But I, I don't know. I feel like things like the accent are strangely inexcusable. As much as I want to think people can do whatever they want, I think you can move somewhere. And, and do that and, and, and be crazy that. enough to change who you are as a person, whatever, if you want to do that. I think that's fine. I think you can have, you know, so make associations and like attach things to yourself and love things enough that it changes you as you, as a person. But as far as voices are concerned, I think mm-hmm. like, I think language is one thing, but accents, unless you're around someone who's using those accents, if to just say, I'm going to speak like this now, hi, <laughs> this is me. Welcome to We Have Issues. <laughs> Hi, it's what's going on? This is just what I sound like now. You can't be offended or upset. It's just who I am. Like I can't if I did that, everyone would just be like, "Well, he's probably from somewhere in New Zealand or South Africa, or probably neither." But he's seen enough movies from those places too. His it's, accent's kind of jumping back and forth, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's fake. But I don't know him well enough to call him on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you really you have known me through most of my relationships in my life, which mm-hmm. is really funny if you think about it. I've been there. Lots of tangents in this one. <laughs> Lots of random stuff. Um, I like it, though. I think that I think people will hopefully be along for some of that ride mm-hmm. and join us. Uh, you know, if you, if you want to hear us talk about anything or if you have questions for us, feel free to ask. Uh, we will talk Comment about them. It. We would love that. By the way, I just want to take this time right now and say thank you. Like, we have over 100 views on all three of our videos. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. I'm really happy about that. 51 subs now? Is that what we're up to? 55. 55? Yeah, 55. That's awesome. Like, thank every single one of you so very much. Thank everyone so much. Uh, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to grow to 100 views per video this quickly. I know 100 doesn't sound like a lot to people who use YouTube and stuff, but we're not those people. We're just people who hang out together. (laughs) And so it seems really cool that anyone's willing to join us along for this ride, uh, especially so early. You know, um, I think... Yeah, I've, I always say, like, in our private conversations, with, like, my, my conversations with Stephen, I'm really hopeful that as we get 
uh, the comic going more and you see more progress, people will jump on board to see, you know, how we do. Or hopefully people will root for us. That's what I, that's what I really hope for is that people root for us and see that they can also make something if they just try to dedicate whatever little uh, Parmesan crumbles they have in their life to doing something that they want to do. You if know. you guys like an underdog story, just know that there's two other guys that are like really good at comic making and really good at podcasting and they're doing so much better than us. But if you just root for us, we'll do better than them somehow and we'll win and the movie will end well forever. To keep us motivated, we need to know that there are two people who are better than us at comic books and better than us at podcasting, but they're not doing it as consistently and as, as much as we're trying to do it. They're not we holding are, themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I actually learned that um, James Gunn, who is like directing all the superhero movies now, but like mm. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, amazing screenwriter. He was interviewed for Troma because he wrote Tromeo and Juliet. That was one of his first screenplays. But he was interviewed by Lloyd Kaufman and he basically said um, when he sits down to write, he imagines that there's another person in the world writing the same exact thing that he's writing. So he has to write it faster and better as, you know, as fast as he can. I mean, it's pretty accurate. How many of your own ideas have basically been lost within months of you thinking of it and then just doing nothing with it and then it's showing up of course that's why so i think you know we have to do it now you know we have to do as much as we can just like anyone else you know do what we can where we are with what we have which is uh parmesan crumbles and we're gonna (laughs) crap out um so okay so speaking of that so what's next for this week so i'm imagining you'll be able to ship me off maybe a page one yep that's fine I'm going to try for two pages, at least. Ooh. Like, full, like, fully written, two pages. Do you want my head to explode? No, <laughs> no, no, but I just mean from my yeah, end. But like for you, for you, I want to try to get at least the first page so you can get started, and then I can just run through the thumbnail. That way the flow starts, basically. Yep. Yeah, because I think we're going to have a real, we're going to create a good um, assembly line system of, you know, the comic after that, and it's going to be pretty cool. Do you want to do, like, more of, like, a rough draft of the whole issue before we we commit to a page um yeah we can do that if you want yeah just so just because... in case so that, that pad should come in tomorrow so then what i'll do especially since we probably won't get anything penciled this week beyond that i'll, mm-hmm. I'll just like go crazy on that cover yeah that's an awesome pikachu bubba oh man that's a big pikachu wait say good night okay good night atlas go to bed i love you <laughs> he has 99 issues but bedtime ain't one <laughs> if you're having sleep problems <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so we know what we're gonna do next week so next week i'm this week i'm going to get you at least one page so you can start or at least so you can send the uh the rough back to me of what i'm thinking of what you're thinking yes so we're gonna get that done and then we're going to post it up in our next episode for sure. But this episode, we have a couple of things to show that we would have already showed right here. Otherwise, please subscribe and share and like and tell your friends. We and, love it. And again, we are so thankful to all of you. Um, we love it's you. It's awesome. And yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's really neat of anyone to listen to this and hang out with us for a little bit. Um, Even if it's only for 30 seconds. We're cool with that. Yeah, you, know, you, know, cool you, get, to, you get to hang out with Steven for 30 seconds. Especially when I was gone just now. Yeah. I did like a Garth thing in Wayne's World where he's like, oh. you know, when Garth takes the camera. <laughs> All right. So I was just saying really quickly. Um, so it's, it's really cool to be in a new relationship with someone who for like the first 20 years of her life, sorry, there's a bug in here, but for the first 20 years of her life, 
she didn't really watch any movies or anything. Yeah, not not for the most part. She didn't. She has her own reasons that I don't know if I should talk about. But um, but anyway, thankfully, <laughs> she, yeah. But thankfully, she's very interested in watching things now, and she happens to really. I mean, that's one of the first things we bonded over was we have a mutual appreciation for certain TV shows or you know for certain genres. She really likes sci-fi and horror, and you know, which like, is always fun. I mean, yeah. And then she, you know, and she's also willing to watch the more like pretentious, heady, philosophical, <laughs> silly movies that I also enjoy, and so that's really cool. And she, like, I th- that's a very important spectrum for me. You know, that's why I have Ash and Batman. It's like, I, like, I love the like sincere to silly spectrum and she is appreciative of that. You know, at least like she's willing to watch those movies and enjoy them and that's really cool. So I've been able to revisit things like that because of her, which is neat. But then choosing which things to revisit becomes the new, you know, issue. So, but anyway. Wayne's World, Wayne's World 1 is still a cla- It's super classic. 2 is okay, but 1 holds up completely. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime anyone in my entire life since seeing that movie has ever offered me something that I just doesn't make any sense, it's always just like, I don't own a computer. <laughs> I don't own many computers that would necessitate the entire exactly. death. <laughs> so, Insert gun rack. <laughs> Oh, I have one more thing I want to talk to you about before we leave. Just, just very quick. Okay. Um, I got so I'm not going to talk about it this week, but I do want to show you. So I got, I got this from a subreddit called Comic Book Collabs, and it's basically like someone was selling this. So basically, it's a subreddit in which people meet on the subreddit and work together. You know, so artists and writers come together. You know, kind of like us, and they come together and they they make stuff. Hopefully it goes well and then they try to, you know, create Kickstarter, sell it, whatever. That just arrived in the mail today. So I want to read it and talk about it. And I was going to ask, I thought it'd be cool to try to give some, like shine some light on some other people who are trying to do what we do also. Awesome. Who don't have podcasts. So like, yeah, so I, and and like just previously in my own life, I just happened to have supported a bunch of these Kickstarters. So all these comics down here are all from Kickstarter and I kind and like a lot of them are still ongoing series that are published through Kickstarter or Indiegogo. So I just want to have like a five minute or like two minute, whatever, just like a quick thing to talk about these comics. Like appreciation appreciation thing, just to say like, Hey, we're not the only ones doing this. And if you have a comic out there that you want us to look at or read, send us a link and let us know. And that's something that we can totally do in the future. Let's network. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, why not? Why, like, what else are we doing if we're not trying? I think, you know, obviously we're trying to get our own book done, but it's also nice to try to create a community and inspire people and try to feel inspired ourselves from that community and just keep that kind of energy going because mm-hmm. otherwise it's dark out there. <laughs> <laughs> so dark. Anyway, uh, so I just want to say, and thank you again for watching. Please subscribe and tell your friends if you if you have anyone who's interested, or if you have any grandparents who are willing to just hit subscribe without knowing what they're subscribing to. Ooh, what's this, little Johnny? Ooh. I have a feeling if we ever move on to merch, it's gonna be the first piece of piece of merch. It's gonna be a shirt that says Ooh. "Get your grandparents." Get your grandparents. <laughs> um, so next week, I'm gonna write the first page. I'm gonna hand it over to you, and then it, it'll be up to you to whenever you get it back to me. And this time, you're just going to keep going on the cover, right? Yeah, so I think it's going to really color the cover. The next time I do this, it's going to be almost finished or just per- like beautiful in some way. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, that right there. Okay. All right, dude. So right. I think this was pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, was there anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I think we no. covered it. We got it? We got it. 
Anyway, we're going on too long. I'm probably going to end up cutting most of this out. So Yeah, this is probably not even going to make the cut at all. I love you, Steven. You're the best. I love you, too. Have all a right, good night, dude. buddy. I'll catch you soon. Saying Dragon Ball Z. One day I'll show you my man cave. It's not really a man cave, it's more of like a nerd cave, actually. As you can see, I was grabbing like random Pokemon Mega Man figures from my shelves above my computer. I have like a Zelda shrine over there, I have like a Deadpool thing over here, McCree from Overwatch. Okay.